I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Welcome to Loveline with neo-feminist entrepreneur and talk show host Amber Rose. I'm going to be talking about sex, relationships, and self-confidence. Everything from sexual curiosity to self-empowerment. Amber is joined by certified sex therapist Dr. Chris Donahue. I'll be talking about my own personal experiences and answering intimate questions from fans. This is Loveline with Amber Rose. Hey, you're listening to Love Line with Ambrose and Dr. Chris. What's up, Dr. Chris? Hey, how's it going? Man, chilling, man. Chilling. Yeah. How you feeling? Um, I'm feeling I'm feeling good. I'm feeling really good. Um I had a super eventful week. Uh just you know, kinda I'm kinda like a homebody. And um I decided to have a full week just out with my friends. I had a couple cocktails and you know, bashes with his dad and you know, I just decided to live a little bit. I love it. Sometimes I, love I have it. to push myself to go out yes. because I get so comfortable like in my uh in Cave. my Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's comfortable here. Yeah. And you got your family around you. My family's here and you know, food and fucking my my man, my friends. It's just it was it It's was hard to get me to go out these days too. Yeah. I'm kinda of burnt out on everything. I know, I feel you. Well, you're like me, or I think you're like me. Like I started going out at like age 14 or 15 in, like in Philly, and then when I moved up to New York, I'm tired. I don't want to go to a bar ever again. Dude, I fucking feel you, bro. <sighs> I feel You know what? Yeah. Like my ideal night now, and which, which makes me sad that I'm just getting so old, um, is staying in the house, having a glass of wine, and like watching something really good on yeah, Netflix. A little investigation discovery in the background. <laughs> Say it. I know you want to. Investigate. Investigate. <laughs> 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 Gotta have a little murder going on in the background. <laughs> right. Some things are good. I actually, this is really funny. I posted a Instagram story and I was just sitting there uh, videoing my cat, posted the video and someone wrote, of course, if you listen in the background, you can hear Investigation oh Discovery and I played it back and you could. Really? <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. They're like, Janice was 28 when she was found dead in her bedroom. <laughs> I was like, wow. That's wow. Right. That's true. Yeah. That's true. Some good TV. <laughs> what man. are you doing for New Year's? Um, I'm just going to be with my little boy. I love it. Yeah. Um, Savage is performing in Vegas. And um, uh, Sebastian's dad is working as well somewhere. So I'm just going to have pumpkins. So maybe I'll, maybe I'll just take pumpkins to Vegas. Really? Yeah. Cute. Yeah, why not? You know, I wonder. There's probably some really interesting things to do with kids there. I don't know what. Well, but. maybe I'll just. Uh, I mean, obviously, my my son's still young, so he'll just he's gonna go to bed early. He's probably right. not gonna stay up that late for actual New Year's. But I'll bring my family, and then, um, um, you know, my my mom and my grandpa will go down to the casino, oh, yeah. make some money. I'll have the baby. I'll take him to like a museum during the day, and then at night. You know, when my mom and my grandpa are asleep, they can stay with the baby and then I can go out. Yeah. Yeah. Party on. Yeah. (laughs) I'm not really like a rager. 
No, man. Burn out on that stuff. Yeah. Old as fuck. All right. What stories do we have today? <clears throat> we have one about a new flushable pregnancy test. Um, not only this. protects your privacy, but also protects the environment because mm-hmm. um, no one can find it. You're, you know, have you seen the movies? People like see someone's pregnancy test in the trash. Yeah. And the guy finds out that way that his girlfriend's pregnant or right. they find out that the friend are. Oh, check this out. So yesterday, uh-huh. I was talking to your mom. Okay. And your mom was telling us the story, and you were there, where she was saying that online people sell positive pregnancy tests. Oh, hell yeah. That's a come up. <laughs> I had no idea. What? Yeah. She was like, oh, yeah, it's a whole business. I was like, what? Yeah, because then you can get like abortion money. You can extort people. It's horrible. Unreal. I had no idea. Yeah. Just think about it. If you... If you're down and out and you, you know, you get that, you get that positive <laughs> pregnancy test, you're like, uh, you going to help me out with this? Or, <laughs> oh my God. I'm going to need that uh, $550. I'm going to have to go uh, get that thing done. Man, yeah. that's a business though. If you could just. It's, fu- it's really fucked up though. It's, it's really fucked up. Oh man! Yeah, I seen a couple. My heart's broken. I seen a couple memes about it. Um, that's how I got like put up on it, and mm. I was just like, "Damn!" Like I could see people really doing that. Yeah, how much would that go for? And you're fucking asking me. Like I'm fucking like I'm. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have to go. We'll, we'll Google that. We'll come back. <laughs> I'm. I'm sure. I'm sure it's a because if you think about it, if, you could probably make a lot more money than what you pay for it so i'm I'll probably say like a hundred bucks damn it's so wild you but know why what? not right when everything's for when sale I, next days. when i get that? pregnant i'm gonna just have mad fucking positive yep. pregnancy tests <laughs> just and sell just them sell all them shit right right on ebay <laughs> oh my gosh how scary yeah all different types too wow that's hilarious all right we have uh marina on the line Hi, Marina. You're on with me and Dr. Chris. Hey, Amber. Hey, Dr. Chris. Hey. Hey, honey. How can we help you? So my question is actually related to platonic friends um, and breaking up with a platonic friend, which probably sounds kind of weird, but uh, I feel like if you've been friends with someone for a really long time, you can't just, like, disappear. Um, But I have a friend who... I used to be really good friends with, and we just don't really have that much in common anymore, and recently when I've been hanging out with her, it's just been super negative, and I kind of want to uh, get some distance from her, so I'd love some advice on how to deal with that how close in a loving way. How, how, how often were you staying in contact? Um, we've been friends for like four years now, and we see each other normally, it's not super frequently, but a couple of times a month. So, <clears throat> and, and why do you feel, uh, can you tell us a little bit about why you feel you have to remove her completely? I don't know if I do want to remove her completely, okay. but I just, I'm used to, I just don't feel like she feels the same way I do. So as I, far as I, what? I, I, like, I just think she thinks everything is fine, but like we fight a lot. And things don't get resolved, so we kind of just fight about the same thing all the time, and that's—I don't like that. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, I don't—I uh, don't think that you have to have a full-on f- falling out of sure. like 
you know, I, I think we just need a break, like being friends. I think you can kind of casually just start moving away a little bit. Sure. Um, because, you know, I, you're not really telling us like why, you know, so I don't know if it's like drug use or like if she's like. Well, we used to, we used to kind of do that sort of stuff together and I don't really do that anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, so like a lot of our friendship was built around doing drugs and stuff. Yeah. So, and I've tried to build new connections and like new, find new things in common but we just like don't really have that much in common and i don't know yeah and 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 you know what babe that's okay you know you you grow apart from from friends and um you know i always say if you if you ask yourself if i met this person today would i make them my friend like right now would i make them my friend and if the answer is no then you kind of know that you know you kind of moved in a different direction and especially if it comes to drug use and stuff like that, you, you don't want to be around um, a person that's going to kind of throw you back into, you know, a dark place again. So, sure. Um, yeah, I, I, I don't think it has to be a huge conversation because it's not like you guys live across the street from each other and see each other every single day. Um, yeah. It's just when she when she reaches out, just, you know, because um, I'm sure you still love her. That was your friend for like four years. No, yeah, for sure. Yeah, and just be there for be there for her when she when she really needs you and you feel like you actually want to be there. But other than that, just kind of go off and make new friends. Bam, <clears throat> I love it. Got my yeah. sport. All right, Marina. Good luck. Good All right, luck. thank you. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye. It's definitely easier than having to break up with someone you're romantic because that yeah. usually has to. Well, not let me let me say this. It doesn't have to. It needs to be very clear. So people understand what's going on. But with friendship, I've circled back to friends after having taken space and they've yeah. kind of matured a little bit, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Me and China do that like every month. We have like, <laughs> we have like space and shit. Cause we're like, you know, um, we, you know, we're girlfriends and we really, really, really love each other. So, and we're both like really strong women. So we're like outspoken with each other. So sometimes I'll be like, bitch, you know what? I need to just get away from you for like a week because you get on my nerves and then we'll just circle back. But, you know, like with friends, you can do that because you guys love each other in a different way. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. Yeah. All right. Let's see. So Anne has pulled up on eBay. A positive pregnancy test is only 15 bucks. Fifteen three dollars shipping. Well, dude, think about it. If you're pregnant and you pee all day, fifteen dollars a pop ain't bad. That shit adds up. Right there on eBay. From Georgia, get it. From Georgia, yeah, get it before the holidays. That's right. Get that holiday cash. Got gifts to buy. Wow. Sheesh. I had no idea. Extortion. Mm -hmm. Because you can be like, man, look, give me ten racks and I'll get rid of it. (laughs) I can't. (laughs) That is hilarious, bro. So let's talk about something that's made our holiday time a lot easier. Hello what is that? Ooh, hello fresh. How was your last one? I love it. You know, I I I like to think that I can that I can cook okay. (laughs) You know, I've seen you in there with a pan. With a pan. Making some eggs. Yeah, making fucking peanut butter and jelly. (laughs) Um but 
you know, um, the thing that I love about HelloFresh is that it's six easy steps. It comes with all the ingredients. You know, you can add the salt and pepper to your liking. Um, and it's really, really good food. And they give you an actual picture of what the food is supposed to look like. So it kind of, you know, uh, helps you out a little bit. And um, they're having a holiday special. Uh, go to HelloFresh.com and use the promo code LOVELINE30 for $30 off your first week. So that's LOVELINE30 for $30 off your first week. And uh, what do you like about it, Dr. Chris? Well, I can pick the delivery day. I'm busy. And when I'm having people over, I want to know that it's going to be there and it's going to be ready when I need it. And so I can pick the day. It'll fit into my schedule. I don't have to fit into their schedule. Um, And helps me stay afloat during the holiday season. And again, I always talk about this, but I'm visual. They have recipe cards. It has photos of everything. It has photos of what it's supposed to look like. It also helps me figure out how to serve it. Mm -hmm. And so it makes it really easy. The box is there at my door. All the ingredients are measured out. They're in their separate packages. I just have to put it together. Yeah. Super, super easy. It's always there. So yeah. So go to HelloFresh.com. Use the promo code LOVELINE30 for $30 off your first week. Enjoy, everyone. Welcome back to Loveline with Amber Rose. Okay, let's go to the next caller. Jasmine is on the line. Hello. Hi. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? You spend it here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Jasmine, how can we help you? Hey, I have a question. Sure. So when I was about five years old, um, I went to Mexico for the first time, and my parents were always really strict and never let me... Um, spend the night at anybody's house because my mom was sexually abused in the past so she was always really strict and the one time I spent my parents let me stay over at an uncle's house I was um I wouldn't say well he like touched my you know my my parts and I remember waking up and him like being over my chest and I'm five years old so I ran over next door I told my parents I went to therapy you know, I got over it. Everything's fine. I could talk about it. No problem. But now that I'm in a relationship and I have been with this wonderful man for the past six years, um, he'll lick my nipples and it like makes me really angry to a point where I just want to push him off. So I just like close my eyes really tight and I just tell him to stop and he'll stop. But then like he'll tease me and he'll do it again. And it really pisses me off. And I don't know why it's like coming back when I'm already over that part of my life. Did, did you, did you, uh, have you let your boyfriend know about your past and how that makes you feel when he does that? I did. Um, but so that's the thing, like we've been together for a while and it was never, um, like this strange feeling. Like I would never feel this way until like the past, maybe two months. It's when it's been like getting, I don't know, I get really mad and I told him, like, hey, you know, I think it's because of what I went through when I was a kid. So don't do it. And then, you know, you know, days go by and then he'll do it again. I'm like, and I don't say anything because I don't want to, like, lose the intensity. But it's just like, 
so annoying. And I don't Babe, know. Babe, you should definitely <clears throat> say something. Does he have a history of ignoring you when you make requests like that? Or is it just around this? It's just around that. Because that's so like, interesting that, you know, this guy you've been with for six years, you, you know, I'm assuming he cares about you and you're saying to him, hey, when you do this one thing to me, it makes me uncomfortable. Please don't. And he does it anyway. I'm, I'm yeah. just trying to figure out what that means for him. I don't know. It's, um, I almost feel like I sometimes wonder if he believes me that I went through that because it's sad because it, it was my first that uncle the first time. And then another uncle came and like the same thing happened. So for a while I thought like, is it me when it came to the second uncle? Just like, maybe that's just my fate. You know, that's what I assumed. Um, but so you know, that's not true. You know, that's not true. That is yeah. not your fault. Okay. But, but, but it's almost like, I don't even understand why he doesn't like listen or he thinks that I'm like coming up with like a lie to get like, pity from him or like I don't know but this is a big just, this is a big relational moment where you do need to sit down and say to him you know you claim to care about me and I'm letting you know yeah. that something you're doing is triggering my assault history and I'm asking you to stop and you're not we need to talk about why you're struggling to respect that this is a big um, deal this is a really big deal yeah because this is a moment and, where he's showing you he doesn't care about you and he's not willing to listen and that's a problem for me yeah and he he'll ask me like why wasn't it a problem before and now it is that doesn't matter yeah it that doesn't, doesn't matter that's not relevant. matter at all that's not how trauma works you know trauma is based on memory and association um yeah. we don't ever fully get over as in we will never be reminded things will never bring it up again because we have memory and so things will be brought up things will remind us um, experiences will take us back to that and so I say that to remind you that it's okay that you're at the place you're at and you'll move out of it and maybe at some point you move back into it or you won't I don't know but yeah I don't want him to make you feel bad because you're at a place in your life where for whatever reason having your nipples licked is triggering that trauma and I want him to respect that it, it doesn't matter whether or not he believes you and and it's so hard because he's like a really good guy like there's nothing I mean you know there's little things but in everything there's always something you could nitpick but generally he's a really good guy I'm just like why does he do it so sometimes I lay there kid you know with like just my eyes like tightly squeezed like oh my god just get it over with yeah, but with. babe, please don't do it. Like I'm getting anxiety just thinking about this because it's 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 uh to be in such a uncomfortable situation yeah. like that it, with, with a person that you love is just it's that's horrible. Like he he has to stop doing that. So don't sit there and just take it. You don't have yeah. to take that, even though you've been with him for six years. And I want to remind you also yeah. that that's not the point of sex. Sex is supposed to be about pleasure fun. and and fun yeah. and if it's not it's okay for you to prioritize yourself and to stop the experience in the moment and let as you said the intensity go it's okay and to say i've asked you to not do that you just mm -hmm. did that i'm gonna stop you now don't hang yeah. in there because that's going to reinforce this idea of powerlessness it's going to reinforce this idea that you're not in control of your body and your sexuality yeah you need to sit him down and really explain to him that this isn't saying very very you know, that he's very kind yeah and that's the thing like if he requests like anal or a threesome i'm down like there's like no opposition and it's almost like this one thing that i don't want you to do 
you you have to do it. It's Look, just, even if you weren't down with other things, it's still okay for you to say this one thing you can't do. Like I'm glad that you're open to anal three ways, but even if you weren't, it's still acceptable to say, "Do not lick my nipples. It triggers my trauma." And as a yeah. healthy, loving human being, he needs to hear you and say, "Okay." And if not, you really have to have a thought. <clears throat> about whether or not this is someone that's safe to be with right now. Yeah, that's a nice way to, to say it, that okay. it triggers it. Because I couldn't explain it to him. I was like, it just, I feel that that's like perfectly said. Maybe the way I was communicating it to him wasn't like enough. Okay, something. try that. Yeah. Um, because I really want you to feel safe with him and within sex because that's what helps to kind of heal this. So... I want to believe six years, you say he's a good guy, that he'll be open to hearing that if maybe frame it differently. Um, try yeah. that and then circle back and um, call us again and we can kind of talk it out some more. Yeah, and I have one little question. Sure. So since my past, even at work, if like a boss that's not so friendly with me but suddenly like touches my shoulders and like gives me like a quick back rub, makes me feel uncomfortable is that me just being sensitive no or is, no that's sexual harassment he shouldn't be doing that especially not in this current climate where oh everyone's aware of these things being really problematic and triggering for people because kind of like we talked about with the nipple being a trigger that yeah. for some people is also an assault trigger and even for those that it isn't it's very uncomfortable to have someone in a position of power um, do that to you. So no, feel uncomfortable. I was just saying to Amber earlier, I don't feel okay when someone out at a bar lifts my t-shirt sleeve to look at my tattoo. I feel invaded. So right. yeah. yeah, I just don't want to be like hypersensitive or like, I don't know. I just, I don't want to be the person like, Oh, you know, there's, I don't know. You his are not, his we comfort not. doesn't come before yours at all. And that's what you're trying to do. And I, I understand that. But it's not okay to say, I'll keep my discomfort so he doesn't have to be uncomfortable. He brought it in. Let him be uncomfortable. Yeah. Yeah. And that's as far true. as your boss, but babe, please, you don't, you don't owe anybody shit. And he can't fire you for, for you saying, look, please don't touch me. I don't want to back rub. I don't want to have to hug you when I come into work. Um, yeah. I don't want to have inappropriate conversations with you. Um, it's it's it, that all falls under sexual harassment. Please yeah. know that and know that you have rights. And if he makes you feel like you have to get a back rub or he has to touch mm -hmm. you, go to the authorities, make, you know, speak up. You don't have to deal with that. Especially do you have an HR yeah. department at your job? Where yeah, do you, we do. Where do you work? I mean, not like where, but like, do you work at like a? It's no. like a corporate dental place. Okay. That's Look, if you have an more. HR department, <clears throat> you go to them and you mention that you feel uncomfortable with the way you're being touched. They will be all over that, and yep, that's not going to go well. Yeah. For him. Yeah, it's important you. You're not you overreacting either, yeah. honey, at all. Okay. <laughs> Tr trust me, at all, and we yeah. we would tell you, you're not at all okay good and <laughs> in, in either situation you're not overreacting okay. at all so like dr chris it, said you you have to do what makes you happy and don't sit there with yeah. your eyes closed and cringe um yeah just because he's your boyfriend like that's a horrible experience you should never yeah. ever have to go through that and then he'll ask like why are you not into anymore i'm just like are you kidding 
Are you kidding? But it's not about him. It's it's not about him. And you'll get to the point where you'll be like, look, it's not about you. I don't want it. Don't touch me like that. Period. Yeah. yeah. Use That's the word it. trigger. That made sense for you. Try that out. Yeah. Good luck. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay? Gonna, yeah. Thank you so much, you guys. Right, honey. Yep. Appreciate it. Yep. Take care. Keep us posted. Call us back. Okay. Thank you. Yep. All right. Bye-bye. Guys and girls, don't oh touch people without asking their permission, especially if you're in a position of power. People feel uncomfortable still. It, wow. Uh, let me say something. My my employees, I have employees, um, you know, makeup artists, you know, hairstylists, um, you know, when I wear my wigs and stuff, um, my assistants, you know, my agents and shit. I even when they come in to hug me as uh, as their boss, like I'll I'll give them a hug, but I never go in and get a hug. Oh, from them. right. You let them initiate. Yeah. Right. I totally let them initiate. They want to come and hug me. I love hugs. I'm all for a hug. But um, but yeah, I just I would never just you know, uh, go in and just make them feel like that they needed to yeah. hug me. Yeah, totally. Yeah, it's horrible. <clears throat> and it's amazing that even with everything that's going on in the news, people still haven't done some self reflecting upon maybe. Yeah, like what the fuck, dude? Like God. a shoulder rub from your boss? Are you fucking nuts? Like <laughs> what? That is. I can't even comment on it. It's so ridiculous. It's so <clears throat> And I bad. feel bad that she's carrying the responsibility of it. She's staying quiet so he doesn't feel uncomfortable. Man. She's saying nothing uncomfortable so he stays comfortable. But you know what? As women, and not to put gender roles on us, but like we do that a lot. That's we the emotional that labor. I was yeah. saying earlier that, that I think women definitely carry more we so than men. We sacrifice our feelings for like, you know, our kids and our men and all that shit. Yeah. What do you got over there, Dr. Chris? Oh, so, <laughs> sorry, I was really in that. That was, uh, January is the breakup month. January is considered the breakup month for couples. Now, I'm wondering if that's because people... That doesn't seem accurate. Well, people feel bad, quote unquote, breaking up with someone around the holidays, yes. Oh, see, so I stick will stick around for that. I will because I don't want to drag someone through a week of their life period of any time thinking that I'm into them if I'm not. And how horrible that feels. Mm. And so if it's Christmas or your birthday and I'm, you know, aware that I don't want to be romantic anymore, I'm going to tell you. So <laughs> sorry, but like I'm going to liberate you. So, you ba- free. so basically with this is saying that people kind of tolerate their relationship until after the holidays and then it's like yeah it's after new year so <laughs> time to clean house yeah i i would assume that um let me see probably like april and may really well yeah because it's gonna you know it's gonna Sun start getting hot party, yeah fun, you know right well divorce and then lawyers, september yeah. is cuffing season where it starts to get cold <laughs> and then you need your little piece to keep you warm during the winter it's horrible i, I mean yeah, California is always warm, so I feel like right. <laughs> it's a whole different game. Um, divorce attorneys say that January and February are among the most bountiful months for acquiring new clients. Mm. Start off the new year right. Damn. <laughs> Got to find love in a new, different kind of way. <laughs> it's horrible. I know. <clears throat> they have like a, two specific months. Like, yeah. it's so bad. They're bored the rest of the year. <laughs> oh, my God. I had a boyfriend break up with me two days before Valentine's Day. Mm. That was so horrible. 
Valentine's Day, yeah, you know, I don't know. Like, I'm healthy so enough much where... There's pressure around I it. I know, but you know what? I, I sometimes buy into that a little bit. Yeah. Like, I've been, I've had my feelings hurt on Valentine's Day. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Not this year. Not this year, though. <clears throat> this year? What did I do? Oh. Coming up. This year. Oh, no. This year is going to be... Yeah, this year is going to be nice. Um, But last year is actually when he, he broke up with me two days before. That was around Valentine's Day? Really? Yeah. yeah what a dick. Shitty. All right. We have Natalie on the line. Hi, Natalie. You're on with me and Dr. Chris. How can we help you? Hi. How are you guys? Good, honey. How you doing? Uh, I'm all right. Firstly, I just want to say I'm a big fan of the show. Uh, I actually found it through the show YOY, which Chris was on a couple weeks ago. Oh, shit. Thanks. Oh, yes. Plug in the <laughs> love line, Dr. Chris. Always. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Natalie. Um, so what's so, going on, babe? Uh, my question is, I'm going to give you a little backstory first. Uh, about was August before last, I was diagnosed with endometriosis, mm-hmm. which I'm not sure if you guys are familiar with that disease. Yes. Yeah. Do you want to okay, give for the so, listeners? Uh, do you want to give for listeners a one sentence of your understanding, just so they're with you? Okay. Well, essentially, it's a disease where the intrauterine lining grows outside of your uterus. So basically, every time you go through a cycle, it's extremely painful. Um, it comes with an array of symptoms. Uh, painful sex being like one of the major ones. Right. Um, also, infertility a lot of the time. Like a lot of those issues. Okay. Uh, but. I've been with my boyfriend for about three years now. Um, we met when I was living in the Midwest and he was living in Europe. And uh, we did long distance for like six months. Um, this is before I was really symptomatic. And we had a pretty crazy sex life. And then um, I moved to Europe for three months to live with him. And then he got his job transferred to the East Coast where we live now. Um, and then... As soon as we got back to the East Coast, I started getting extremely symptomatic. Um, the birth control I was on at the time to help control my symptoms wasn't working anymore. And we went through a period where we probably went about six to eight months without having sex until I could have a surgery to help correct the problem. Right. Um, and then even after surgery, it didn't do very much. Right. Uh, and now it's gotten a lot better. I've gone to a natural doctor and got my diet straightened out and things like that. And those things have helped a lot. So it's getting back to normal. And when you say However, uh, sex hurt, you, painful penetration. Yes. Painful penetration, painful. I mean, it got to the point where it's even painful. Like even if I would start to get turned on, Oh wow. oh, it would I'm start sorry. to get, I would start to cramp up. Which is interesting. Um, glad you're bringing that like part hours in. of pain. I'm glad you're bringing that part up, the the pain with just general arousal, because my first thought was, you know, sex is is outside of penetration. There's other ways to be sexual. Mm-hmm. And so when you're saying, like, just the initial arousal starts to create pain, that, that makes sense as to why sexuality was avoided completely. Exactly. And it was, it was extremely hard. It was a very, very rough time for our relationship. Um, as I'm sure you guys can imagine, it's just it's really hard to connect with someone when you have uh, that barrier between you. <laughs> Right. Um, but so this is still really fresh. About two weeks ago, I received an email from a woman who told, basically was telling me, listed like emails, texts, everything that my boyfriend had been sleeping with her. Damn. Um, I understand where he's coming from. However, before all of this happened, like we had, like I said, we had a very crazy sex life. 
Um, we are even open to third parties uh, joining us. Um, it was never something where it was something where he needed to lie to me about it. Where if he was telling me, you know, I have problems, he always could have come to me about it. And now I'm at a point where I don't want to let our relationship go because he's stuck with me through so much. And we've, you know, we changed our entire lives to be with each other. Um, him moving from Europe and then me coming from what's, the Midwest to the East Coast. Let me, what's his explanation or how does he, <clears throat> what's his response when you said to him, hey, it looks like you've been cheating on me. I have all this information. What does he say? Um, at first, he was just in complete shock. He didn't think I was ever going to find out. Okay. Um, and he immediately started apologizing. He's acted very remorseful. Um, he really didn't break down about it. Like He kind of had a front about it until he realized that I had talked to his best friend about it before telling him that I knew about it, and then he kind of just broke apart. Um, since then we've been trying to work through things right now. I'm trying to get past like the angry part of my situation, yeah. uh, which is obviously a big part of it. Is he trying to help you uh, through this? Is he trying to stay with you? Yes. Okay. Yes. 100%. And yeah. you're, and you're wanting ideally to stay with him. Yes, I am. I mean, that's the thing is good people can do bad things. Um, and so in order to assess, how you should feel about him is going to be dependent upon what role he's willing to play in helping you heal the wound that he helped create. Um, yeah. So are you saying that based on your experience of how he is being about this, that you're, you're trusting that he feels as though he was wrong. Um, he's willing to address with you how to be different and better in the future because this issue with you and painful sex is going to be with you for a while. Yes. Um, he definitely wants to keep working on things and I do trust that he wants to work on stuff. Um, you know, we've, like I said, we've invested so much in each other and he really is when it comes down to it. He's my person. He's my best friend. And I know I'm that for him as well. This is, this is definitely a really, um, perfect case for sex therapy because the work would not only be around the trust that was broken, but it would also be around how do we have sex when one partner is unable to have sex because of a medical issue and because of pain and what can sex life look like for us? And it can help you more in the loss of some of the sex life that you used to have with him. Is there, is there any type of like medications or any cure or anything for endometriosis? I mean, she had surgery, there's surgery, there's medications. Um, you said you had surgery though, but it wasn't a positive outcome. I had surgery. Things started getting better. Um, and then it started coming back. I just started a diet about three months ago. I'm on the keto diet, which helps, is supposed to help a lot with inflammation. Okay. And so recently, within like the past like three weeks, it's gotten astronomically better oh, wow. with the keto diet. That's great. Um, which is yeah, very surprising to me as well. <laughs> yeah. Um, basically, I've had I've had this disease for ten years, and I've been living with it since I was sixteen. Wow. So, um, yeah, and I was on there's various types of birth control and stuff that they say can help, but it's really just different from person to person as to yeah. what worked. Yeah. Right. Um, I, I love the idea that you're willing to stick around because you care about him and see what work he's willing to do. Hold him accountable to being part of the healing process whatever way you need him to be um, because it is about you trusting him and um, get into some therapy to really talk about what needs to be different and how sex can change. What are you thinking, Amber? I agree. Yeah. Yeah. It's a tough one, but... Yeah, it is. 
It is well because she says she doesn't blame him. I feel like there's always like a a difference when it's like a like an affair rather than you know just sex. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, but that's um, that's the part that kind of like it hurts the most. Like honestly, had he gone to like a brothel in Europe or right. you know just like like I said, we live on the East Coast in a large metropolitan area. Like he could have just gone into the city and you know had fun right but he put his shit out on tinder in a different city when he was traveling for work yeah that's hard yeah that's hard and like <laughs> took someone else out on a date you know like he met up with the same person multiple times and it's just something where he knows he didn't have to lie to me about it yeah. and it's that's the part that's really painful and that's yeah and i i i would feel the same way because it's not just like okay, this is like something, a need that I have and, you know, my girlfriend's going through this so I'm kind of just going to go fuck and not really have any feelings about it. Um, That's the part that becomes difficult. But like Dr. Chris said, you know, once you forgive and you start the forgiving process, you, you, if you know that you ultimately want to be with him, it's like you kind of have to move forward and, and let the past be the past, especially if he's trying to, um, still stick around and, and help you through it. And part of the work's going to be getting him to be really intimate and honest with you and vulnerable and talk about what that was about for him. What was he, what was he trying to solve by going on Tinder and talking to this woman and how can he make you feel as though that's something he won't do again? Or how can he be more open with you if he does it again in the future, if that's something you're comfortable with having him have you know, availability to do in a different way. You said you're okay with, you know, third parties, maybe you're okay with them being in an open relationship, but just doing it differently, not on Tinder. So just really, really have a, vu- a vulnerable conversation and talk it out. But I applaud you for doing the work. <laughs> Thank you. It's, it's been it's a rough road so far. Go. Like I said, it's still really fresh. I'm still going through it all. Yeah. So it's, uh, it's, it's been rough. <laughs> yeah. It's easier just to bounce. So I applaud you though for caring enough and working through. So let us know how it goes. Yeah. Keep us posted. All right, thank you. I'll definitely call back and let you know it goes in a couple months. All right. For sure. Take care. Bye-bye. All right, thank you, guys. Yep. That's a tough one. That's a doozy. Well, that's the end of our show. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Savage just walked in. My little my little cutie pie. Um, oh, before we go, yes. any New Year's resolutions? Um, you know, it's funny. Is it like new year, new me? Like No, because I, I think I'm always trying to do that. So I don't think it's that profound for me. Do you? No, I, I don't. Yeah, see? I don't. You're like, I, I'm perfect. I'm fine. I'm perfect. I'm, fine I'm blonde. <laughs> I don't need anything. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, um, I kind of like, I don't drink. I don't smoke. And you also do a lot more. of activism. Like you're you're out there. I mean, that's yeah, the best I, really, I was going to say, but I'm I already do a lot. I don't I yeah. don't I'm I'm content with where I'm at. Yeah. I'm going to drink more water. Yeah, I've been doing this, see? <laughs> I'm going to drink just, more water. I got I got, I got the what, what how many ounces is this? This is a good uh There's about 4 glasses in there. What's oh, a liter? 30? Okay. Yeah. So I've been doing like 4 a day. Beautiful. Yeah. That's great. That's why my skin looks like this. Just saying. I gotta I gotta get on that. It's hard in the beginning when you're drinking more water because you're always in the bathroom peeing. Yeah. And when I'm seeing patients, yes. you, you know, it's hard to be like, I'm gonna be right back. Yeah, Hold it that is. Thought. 
It is. It is. But it's good for you. Yeah, it's working for you. All right, everyone. So what's well, our number so they can call in? Uh, Yeah. Oh, and where's the paper at? Because I... As many fucking times in my life that still I've done this. Yeah, we still don't have the number. <laughs> Didn't we say it last time? Oh, here we go. Okay. okay. So... Sorry, I got really close to the mic. Okay. Um... Uh, okay, so give us a call. 213-375-5258. 213-375-5258. Make sure you leave a voicemail for our wonderful, beautiful producer, Anne. And she will give you a call back um, when we actually do the show. So it's 213-375-5258. And uh, let your friends know about us, man. And yeah, subscribe. Uh, tweet about us go on instagram tell everyone how much you love us how much we help <laughs> uh, how amazing and beautiful we are and subscribe to uh love line uh what is it loveline with amberose.com that's what it is <laughs> bye guys and uh happy new year everyone take care bye T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.